Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Companions of the Message. This is Maha, and today is not Thursday, but I still wanted to release an episode to celebrate our two year anniversary with Companions of the Message. Alhamdulillah. That's all I can say is Alhamdulillah for all the support. Alhamdulillah for the consistency. Alhamdulillah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. First and foremost, <laughs> allowing us to provide something that will inshallah benefit us in the akhirah. Again, we gain nothing from this except maybe your dua, except maybe benefiting from change that you apply from what we said or any knowledge that's of benefit. Like Alhamdulillah, like genuinely from the bottom of my heart, all praises to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything that we've provided is through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala providing us with that blessing. So Alhamdulillah always for the support and alhamdulillah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly using us and not replacing us and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always uses us I mean so I don't think we've ever shared how we started this podcast I know we gave like the first episode way back when about legacy right and why we wanted to start it and we kind of started with that theme on legacy which was one of my favorite themes I know the sound quality is terrible and we were learning and we were experimenting but alhamdulillah like we got better I know there's still a lot more for us to get better in you know buying better equipment but you know we're trying to budget ourselves inshallah you know i remember it was the summer right after covid towards the end of that summer i remember it was like the end of august and i had asked sada i was like you know can you meet with me i want to ask you something it was as if you would think i was asking her out or asking her to marry me but i felt so nervous because i've had this idea constantly that i want to start a podcast but i thought to myself like who am i like everyone who's someone who deserves to be heard is already doing it so what more can I say that I should have a podcast for? And I remember it was at MCC with the Sabiqun Halaqa and I did a Halaqa there. I did the Surat al-Duha and talking about our thoughts and anxiety and stuff like that. And one of the sisters were mentioning like you need to like record your stuff. It's really beneficial and you know, you never know who can benefit from it. And that thought kind of lingered with me. The idea of you don't know who will benefit. And so I just kept thinking about it the entire summer. And then I reached out to Sara, asking her to go out with me. And we went out, we got Froyo, and then I sat with her. I think we were sitting outside. It was like so dramatic. Like I look at myself, I'm just like, why do I make things so extra? So then I sat with her and I said, you know, Sara, like, I really want to start a podcast. I cannot imagine doing it without you. Like, I really want you part of this podcast. And we have our Halakha girls in the Bronx. I love them. All of them are amazing speakers. I learned so much from them. The way they deliver the message, the sincerity of it, the research that they do to make it really applicable and give us action items. I love all that they do. But I felt like Sara was something different. Like, what Sara does, I've never seen, like, anyone do. And that's why I wanted to work with Sara. And I know people are thinking, like, you know, why don't I have guest speakers? I want someone different than myself in the sense of like the way the knowledge is presented. And I felt like Sara did that so well in the sense that she's so quick or so able to just give you ayat from the Quran, hadith in Arabi, poetry. Like Sara is a product of her father. Bismillah, mashallah, Sheikh Hamoud. You know, I, I always throw Sheikh Hamoud out there and I give him so much respect and honor because he's someone like, you know, Shiyukh are very busy. We know this. Shiyukh have so much on their mind, the community, the weekend school, all this stuff. And yet Sheikh Hamoud is one of those shiyukh that really applied everything he was preaching first to his family. And you see that within his daughters and especially with Sada. Like, you know, they're all great. I'm not going to downplay anyone, but like Sada is something different. You know, I'm always compared to be like Sada and I always say, no, I'm not. I'm not Sada because, you know, Sada's. if you know Sada, you know why. But, <laughs> but voila, like it's an honor at the same time. 
So anyways, I reached out to Sada. We had this conversation. She was so excited. And I said, you know, I have a name for it. I, you know, I gave the whole, you know, shivang of why I want to call it Companions of the Message. And she loved it. And I was so excited that she was so like into it. I was like, alhamdulillah, I have a partner. For me, my biggest concern was doing this with someone so we can like feed off of each other, push each other, and then also learn from one another. And so we started this journey two years ago with just like a thought and subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed us to manifest it into something so much greater. To build a community, to build a sisterhood, to build, you know, even some brothers are out there. You know, I, I don't know who you guys are, but I'm sure there's some brothers. I, I see the analytical things of like how many brothers listen and I'm just like, you know, I respect those 12% of guys. <laughs> but alhamdulillah, I'm really appreciative of it all. Like alhamdulillah, and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only allows it to grow. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps us sincere. You know, one of my favorite things to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be used. And then after that, which I think is even more important, is for Allah to accept. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our actions. Because we can do things left and right. We can do things that can reach the sky in terms of actions. But if it's not accepted, it's like dust. My greatest fear is that I'm nothing but words. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows me to be more than words. Allows me to apply those words into action. And to apply those words into my personality and into my character. And to really benefit from that. And alhamdulillah, this podcast has gone through a lot. You know, in the beginning, I had Sara there as my backbone to support me. And, you know, alhamdulillah, she's happily married in Yemen. She'll be here soon enough. And once she is, like, it's going to be as if she never left all over the podcast, inshallah. But it was very lonely for me, like, when, it, when she did leave. I felt like it was all on me. And I just didn't know, like, where to put myself. With the marketing, with creating, with recording, with editing, it was just so much for myself that I think I was posting maybe every other month month or every two three months and it was like oh did I posted something you know I felt so guilty about this amana like was I only doing it because Sada was there to hold me accountable and why am I not holding myself accountable you know why am I not doing this for the sake of Allah why am I not pushing myself to perform this act with excellence with ihsan and you know like I felt like I was slacking with this podcast and subhanAllah like I had so many friends like always reach out to me saying you know oh record an episode you know I miss your episodes and I felt so happy that you know, subhanAllah, like alhamdulillah, I have friends that push me to do good, that are motivating me, that are encouraging me. And in that moment, there was always one friend that was constant with like supporting me and like even like getting me like this whole gadget to hold my microphone and now I look so official recording. But you know, this one friend, her name is Maryam and she's like my heart and soul. She's such a sweet person. I remember when she first started to attend our halaqa, she was a teenager. She was a lot younger than a teenager. We just assumed she was a teenager because we, we kind of like respected her in that way. <laughs> What's funny is that her and Sada, I think, are the same age, right? And our halaqa was like 13 and up. And when Sada was younger than 13, she kept, she would ask us, her and her friends, you know, can we join? I was like, no, you're not old enough. You're not old enough. But Maryam was in our halaqa. And she's like, but Maryam's not old enough. She's our age. And I'm just like, no, Maryam's different. Maryam's always been so different. And alhamdulillah, like she's been such a supportive sister and a friend and just such an amazing, like, I don't even know what to call her at this moment. And all I kept thinking was like, I want Maryam to be part of this. And even though she joined the team later on in that journey, it's as if she's always been part of it. Like, mashallah, like she is so passionate. You know, there's something about her that really makes you want to be better than her. And it's hard. It's really hard to be, <laughs> to keep up with what she does. But I love that. I love that there's always this internal like competition I have with her. I don't think she even notices any of it. But like, she is just someone that you want to compete with because she does it with such like 
like desire and you want to have that same drive within you to be just as good just as loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know I just want to give her a huge shout out for all the editing helping me with pushing me with getting on me with creating those beautiful reels that are on Instagram like alhamdulillah I know not a lot of people listen to our episodes but so many people are, are watching our reels way more than the episodes are being watched and I'm so grateful for her being able to create that content and pushing it out there and keeping the Instagram page alive and updating it with all that great content and quotes you know jazakallah khair Maryam from the bottom of my heart like this has been such a beautiful journey like when Sara left I was just like damn there's no one else that I know will care as much as me and Sara did and you know alhamdulillah like we found someone that cares even more so you know it's amazing to have a team it's amazing to be part of a jama'ah when it comes to like doing things and for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means you do it better than for the sake of anyone else you know, when you're at work and you do a task, you do it because your job expects you to do it. And when you're doing things for the sake of Allah, you have to know you have to do it with the expectations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the standard of Allah. Sometimes when we say, oh, it's for the sake of Allah, oh, it's volunteer, we don't do our best. We give it half of our efforts. And meanwhile, it's supposed to be the opposite. That when it's for the sake of Allah, you're supposed to go all out when it's for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it's volunteer. Don't let that word volunteer take away from the quality of your work. Volunteer just means there's nothing I want back. And it's so beautiful to put something out there and not receive anything. And when I'm recording for this podcast, like there's no one here. I'm speaking into a mic. I'm literally by myself. And it's just like, subhanAllah, like I don't know how you're taking what I'm saying. But you know, every time I start with the dua of And this dua is so meaningful. It's a dua of Musa salam, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had asked him to go to Fir'aun, the most terrible human being you can think of. A man that had no empathy, no sympathy towards a baby, had no issue with killing children newborns he didn't bat an eye about that and he was told to go to him and tell him that what he's been thinking of himself him being a lord is not true that there's only one lord and that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so Musa alayhi salam hearing the job that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the expectation of Allah he made that dua and so the dua begins with Rabbi shrah li sadri shrah means to open you know when you're standing in your salah your shoulders and your feet are aligned you're standing up straight you look very confident and strong in your salah like you're holding your stance you should be speaking in that same manner that when you're talking your chest is wide open in the sense that you are standing with confidence you know if I were to stand before you with my chest caved in and my legs crisscrossed and my body not standing firm you wouldn't trust me you wouldn't think I had any confidence you wouldn't think I knew what I was saying but if I were to go to you with the same exact words but to stand there with confidence with my chest wide open with my feet aligned you would feel like wow this girl knows what she's talking about this girl I can trust her and this is why it's important that part of speech is the way you deliver it and the sense of your body language body language is extremely important there's like a whole science about it but when we ask Allah we say sadri. Ya Allah, allow me to stand with confidence because I know what I'm saying is the truth because you're not speaking your truth you're speaking the truth of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the truth of this faith so again and ya Allah make this easy for me when you hear that make it easy part of making something look easy is because of practice 
I always give this example of the makeup artist, right? I can go on YouTube or Instagram and watch this makeup artist do this whole look, right? And I'm watching her. I'm like, this is so easy. So I go and I get the products from CVS because I'm not about to spend all that money at Sephora or anywhere else. And I go in the mirror. I do the exact same thing she's doing. I look in the mirror when I'm done and I'm just like, who is this person? It's not me anymore because I did a terrible job. I didn't end up making myself look better. I made myself look worse. So subhanAllah, the makeup artist makes it look so easy the look that she does it's so simple what she's doing but because of the practice it looks so easy so when we say yesterday amri ya allah allow me to make it look easy and that's only through your own efforts and that's only through you practicing trying to make it look easy you know when you see a basketball player when you see steph curry lebron james it looks like they were born to do this but they weren't this took time maybe they had the physical physique to do it right they were given some blessings from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but it still required them to practice to make it look easy. So if you want to give da'wah, if you want to be good at giving lectures, if you want to get good at whatever it is that you want to master, you have to practice. That's when you're going to make it look easy. That's how you're going to be able to stand with confidence. So the first part again, Rabbi shrahli sadri, Ya Allah, allow me to stand with confidence. And the second part, Wa li amri, Ya Allah, allow me to make this look easy from how much I've practiced, from how much I cared to practice. Ya Allah, allow this to look so easy that I stand in confidence. And the third part, you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove a knot that's within your tongue. For some of us, it's our speech impediments. It's us stuttering. It's us, you know, using filler words. For some of us, it's not that. It's the fact that, Ya Allah, allow what I'm trying to say to be said. For some of us, when we're talking to people and we've thought of what we want to say and we're talking and we're exchanging our ideas and thoughts and how we're feeling, the other person is reacting very differently than what we expected because what we're saying isn't what we meant to say. You approach this person to make things better and subhanAllah, because you're not saying what you wanted to say, you know, the words are not coming out as smooth as you wanted them to and they're coming out a little bit too sharp. And so you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't just give me confidence, Ya Allah. Don't just give me the, the passion to practice and to care and to put effort into my speech. But Ya Allah, please, please, Ya Allah, allow the words that I want to be said, that are in my mind, to be actually said out in words. Because this is an art. A lot of people lose relationships. A lot of people have lost family ties because what they've said had good intentions. And that's the thing. Having good intentions is not enough. You got to think about what you're about to say and actually say what you're trying to say in the best way possible. Speaking is easy. It comes out naturally. The point of you speaking is the last part of this dua. Yafqahu qawli. Ya Allah, I, I'm not just speaking to speak. I'm not just speaking because I want to show someone how smart I am. I'm not just talking just to exchange the battle of wits. That's not what it's about, Ya Allah. Yafqahu qawli means, Ya Allah, please allow what I'm trying to say to be understood. We have to remember that the reason why we speak is to be understood. And you're making this dua to Allah, that what you say is accepted by the other person's heart, that they don't misinterpret it, that they understand where you're coming from. So part of communication is listening, is understanding, is processing. Your communication does not end with your words. It ends with the way the person received your words. And then it begins again with the way they express themselves because of the communication you gave. So subhanAllah, this dua, it means so much to me. As someone who speaks often to people that I don't know and people that I do know, I make this dua every single time. As a teacher, I would make this dua every morning. Rabbi shrahli sadri, Ya Allah, allow me to be confident today. 
الله, I did my job. يا الله, I prepared. Allow it to look easy. Allow me to look natural. Ya Rab, allow the words that are in my mind and in my heart to be said with eloquence, to be said with the way I want it to be said. And yafqahu qawli. And Ya Rab, please, all I want is to be understood. The purpose of my speech is not to just be heard, but to be understood. For it to be accepted by the person's heart who is listening to my voice. And this dua has been the anchor of this podcast. You know, as I was reflecting on these last two episodes that I recorded on discipline and manifestation, it took a lot of discipline and it continues to take a lot of discipline for myself to be consistent, to know that I have to do something with my time that will benefit me, that I have to make sure that there's something after me, that I have to make sure that I'm being useful, that I'm using Allah's blessings. That's the discipline part. And then the manifestation, calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly to accept all our circles of knowledge, to accept this podcast, to allow this podcast to become more than what I could ever imagine it to be. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings that barakah, brings that blessing, brings that benefit to anyone who's able to listen. And I want to thank everyone from the bottom of my heart and just say Jazakumullah khairan for all the support, all the kind words. For anyone who has forwarded episode, we especially love you. And I want you to know that if you're ever assigned a halaqa, right, or you're ever starting up a halaqa, please use this podcast. This podcast, it's ideal for a halaqa. It's ideal for it to have a post-conversation with the people that hear the reminders and the hadith and the ayat that are mentioned. This is what this podcast is for. For anyone who needs to deliver a message, right? Who needs to understand a message, it's said in the most simplest ways. I purposely don't allow myself to be an intellectual on this podcast. In the sense of the words and the, the way I explain things, I, there's so many ways you can prove how smart you are. But that's not the point of this podcast. I'm not trying to prove to anyone my level of education. You know, alhamdulillah, I know what I got. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is to make sure anyone at any level of education, at any level of faith, understands the objective of the episode and leads with something to benefit from. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts many years ahead of us with this podcast, with Maryam, with Sara, inshallah, soon, and with anyone else that we need for this podcast to continue to flourish. Allahumma ameen. I also want to mention that we're going to take a quick pause for the month of December. I have a lot of things on my plate. I went back to school. I have a new position at work. So alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed me with a lot more things on my plate, and I'm grateful for that. And I just have to be fair to myself and fair to my time at the moment. So inshallah, we'll come at you with new episodes in January and hopefully working our way up to Ramadan. And I can't wait. Allahumma balligna Ramadan. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us each in our speech, in our words, in our actions, in our thoughts, and allows us to be our best selves. Jazakumullahu khairan for listening as always. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.